We are supported by Sleep Number. Sleep is so important for your overall health and well-being. And if you don't get enough of it, there could be some serious negative impacts. So how do you make sure you get some quality rest? Well, it starts with a good mattress, like the Sleep Number Smart Bed. It was designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can take your sleep to the next level. Boy, I got to tell you, having just traveled back and forth to Indian and skipped 12 time zones, I get reminded of how absolutely imperative good sleep oh, is. Oh, it's so necessary. You cannot even feel like a human being you if you're not. <laughs> the best part about Sleep Number is you can easily adjust your firmness. And while you sleep, Sleep Number smart beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements throughout the night. It's heaven. And if you want to improve your health and well-being, Sleep Number is where you should start. Sleep Number smart beds can show your ideal sleep and wake-up schedule and the best times for activity like working out and winding down. Sleep next level with a Sleep Number Smart Bed. It's the only bed that lets you adjust each side to your ideal firmness and comfort. Your Sleep Number setting only at Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. We are supported by Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig inspires people of all ages to jump through life and its muddy puddles with enthusiasm. The relatable stories, oinks, and giggles have made her preschooler's first best friend, helping them navigate everyday life with unabashed exuberance. And now you can discover new playtime adventures with your little ones. Jump into spring and hunt for muddy puddles in Peppa's Caravan playset. Hit the road for endless adventures and have heaps of fun with Peppa's whole family. Oinks and giggles are guaranteed. Peppa Pig, inspiring kids' confidence since 2004. Peppa Pig is a trademark of Hasbro, created by Mark Baker and Neville Astley. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Dax Randall Shepard. I'm joined by Monica Lily Padman. Armchair Anonymous. Armchair Anonymous. A word that gives me anxiety every time I try to spell it. Every time I try to spell anonymous, anonymous yeah. I can't find the gear in the transmission. I'm like, A-N what? I know there's a Y in there. How many N's and M's are mm. there? It's a roughie for me. Okay, maybe a, a hack is if you think of it as anon, if you shortened it to anon. Okay, star of cereal? That's Adnan. That's Adnan. If you do Anon for short, then you know Anon doesn't have a Y, right? So you know uh, that yeah. would come after. Great. So then you first you spell Anon. Yes. <laughs> I love this um, workshop you're giving me. No, that's going to sound bad. A-N-O-N. I put some tissue in my nose <laughs> to try to make Monica laugh and throw her off her game, as I always try to do, because I'm like working with an eight-year-old. You are... <laughs> Your child. I wish she had balls to throw oh at you. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Or I should get one of like one of those uh, toy boy, boy, boy and arrows uh, with a little suction cups at the end and just launch them at you oh while we god. do this. Okay. Okay. All right. Not I'm trying this. to teach. This is what you were like as a student. Probably. Oh yeah. wow. Sorry, you've got a glimpse. <laughs> my poor teachers. First, you spell anon. Anon. Yeah, I can do that. Spell it. A N O N. Perfect. Yeah. Now you know you got that out of the way. Now you add the Y. Now I add the Y. Uh huh. Y must. M O U S. That's right. Really? Anon and must. Yeah. Okay. And oh. it's like why, like if it's in Spanish, E. Oh, E. Anani mouse. Okay, Anani I did a great mouse. job. You did. We don't need extra. We need extra stuff. <laughs> extra stuff. What if this prompt was tell us about a word you have a hard time spelling? <laughs> And we got all four guests in and under like three minutes. Oh, my God. This is Meat Cutes. Meat Cutes. By popular demand, Meat Cutes. Meat Cute. And they were cute. 
They are. This is really sweet. They warm this Grinch heart of mine. Good. Yeah. Three sizes? I really liked them. 1.5. Oh, wow. Batiste, he had already 4X'd it, so there was only so far it could go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So now it's all the way. It's all the way. And you can listen to all these. The word penis is used. Sure. If that's too much for you, then this isn't for you. But other than that, this is real safe and yeah. sweet. It's lovely. Yeah. Please enjoy Meet Cutes. Hard times come and go. Good times take them slow. I love how many stuffies you have in your background. Yeah, I see four. Yeah, this is Henry's room. Henry is my sister's toy poodle. So this is a little oh. enclave <laughs> under the staircase. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Those are all the dog stuffies? Yeah. Wow, he's so spoiled. Yeah, yeah. I know. You should see his closet. Oh, <laughs> He has oh, a closet. Jealous. He has a closet. I think the dog's her child. <laughs> wow, Henry. So Nazi, what a fun name. How on earth did your parents come up with that? It's actually Nazi. It's short for Nazgul. It's a Persian name. It means cute flower. But I think just growing up in LA and just having substitute teachers butcher my name constantly, I was kind of scarred. So when I went to college, I started going by Nazi. Oh, I like Nazi. It's very cute. Mm -hmm. Well, cute flower. Cute, which is the topic today. <gasps> That's right. Meet ding, cute. Ding ding, 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 ding. So you have a meet cute story. I do. So this story takes place in transit because I was traveling when it happened, but I was living in Brooklyn and I was going to my friend's wedding in Michigan. Oh. I went to college in Michigan. Yeah. And these were my two best friends from college. I was really excited to see them get married. The wedding was in Frankfurt, Michigan. So as you know, it's like all the way on the West edge. You have to fly into Grand Rapids and then it's like a two and a half to three hour drive. So not that easy to get to. So I'm on my flight from LaGuardia to Grand Rapids and there's this older gentleman sitting next to me and is like, 60s. This is not the subject of the mute cute. Oh, I'm already sad. I couldn't wait to hear about you and the 60 year old. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> we start having normal plain small talk. He's telling me about how he's from Long Island. He's recently divorced. He starts talking about his dating life and his oh. sex life. And oh, he's wow. into younger women and it gets really uncomfortable really quickly. And I'm trying to sort of divert the situation and sort of ignore him. And he just keeps trying. Uh, and ooh. It wasn't great. Come to find out that he is also going to Frankfurt, Michigan, except he's going to a funeral. Oh. And he's staying at the same hotel that I'm staying at. Oh, oh no. Oh, this is impossible. The story gets more impossible. Yes. Oh, great. So I'm like, cool, I'll just try to avoid this person all weekend. It's fine. I like hop in my rental car, pick up my friend. We drive to the wedding, have an incredible time. Sunday morning, I'm ruthlessly hungover, exiting out of my room, and I see the creepy dude standing outside my door, like, Ugh. leaning on the railing. Ew. I know, it was really gross. He smells like alcohol. Oh, he's smoking no. a cigarette. I can't tell if he's, oh. like, loaded from the morning or the oh, night before. But I'm just like, how did he know where my room was? And so he's just like, oh, Nazi, I just wanted to see how the wedding was. You left your suitcase outside your room on Friday night. I wanted to knock on your door and let you know, but I thought you might be sleeping. And then I'm freaked out because I'm just like, ew, he's known where I've slept this whole time. Granted, I went to this wedding alone. So I was like sleeping in the room alone. 
So the whole thing just made me even more uncomfortable. And so I quickly dodge him. I get in my rental car and with my friend go to the airport. This becomes important to the story later, but I was in active alcoholism and addiction at the time. So I was just drinking a lot before the flight on some other substances. And that was the way of coping with the anxiety. I like you like 10 times more now. I just want you to know. Now that that detail's out, I immediately like you 10 times more. (laughs) I figured. (laughs) What pills are we mixing in with the booze? I just need to kind of know what your vibe is. Yeah, amphetamines. Okay, great. (laughs) And so I get to the gate and I'm waiting and then I see the creepy dude is sitting at the bar. I'm like, crap, he's also going to be on my flight back. What in the world? So I'm kind of just tucked away in the corner. And then like in my periphery, I see a tall, not six, four tall, but tall, regardless, gentleman with really pretty green eyes. And we're like kind of exchanging glances, but I'm on high alert and not really in the mood to flirt right now. You have a stalker within view. Yeah, the wall is up. And then I look him up and down and I look at his shoes and I just don't like his shoes. He has these orange running shoes and he's wearing them with jeans. And I was 25. That's how you immediately judge a guy. You look at their shoes. Although orange is fun and playful and bold. Now it would be cool and in. He was ahead of his time. He was ahead of his time. Exactly. Yeah. How long ago was this? This was in 2017. I'm boarding the flight. I get to my row, which is row 17 and somebody's sitting in my seat, which was 17A. So I like very kindly tell them like, hey, I'm sorry. I think you're in my seat show them my ticket. They're like, oh, sorry. You know, they walk out. And then I didn't realize it, but Pretty Eyes, Ugly Shoes is behind me. He helped me with my suitcase. And he's like, oh, had I known you were sitting in 17A, I wouldn't have changed seats to sit next to my buddies. I was supposed to be in 17B. Have a great flight. Oh. Oh. Now I'm like intrigued. I'm forgetting about the ugly shoes. How's his face? It's really nice. It's tan. It's like a little bit angular. He's got some salt and peppery finishes in his hair. They're like older, but not like 60s older. (laughs) More like late, mid 30s older. nice. Okay. Mm. Monty's sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So then I'm on this flight and we have a layover in Detroit. Everybody going to back to New York has a layover in Detroit. So I'm just in a daze thinking manically, okay, like, what do I do? Where do I go? Do I say something? He's sitting kitty corner from me at this point and is still trying to talk to me. The creepy dude, not the cute guy, the creepy dude. Oh, the creepy guy is within earshot as well. Yes. It's a love triangle now. Okay. I hope it's his dad. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not his dad. (laughs) That would be weird now because I'm still dating this guy. Yes. I'm just like, okay, let me just go to the most crowded place I can think of. Obviously, it's the airport bar. So I go there, I slam three IPAs in like 40 minutes. So at this point, I have a lot of booze in my system. It's like a combination of liquid courage and like also being overly dramatic. So then I start boarding the flight that's going back to New York. And I see that the creepy dude is like a couple people in front of me. And I'm just like, I don't want to encounter this again. I also see pretty eyes, ugly shoes. There's a few people behind me. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, do I go ask him if he wants to sit next to me since he was supposed to be sitting next to me on the previous flight? Is that weird? Am I going to look too damselly and distressy if I do that? And I'm a pretty risk-averse person and pretty reserved. So I decided like, no, no, that's crazy. You're not going to do that. Also, like you have a ton of booze in your system. You don't know what the fuck you're going to say. So I decide not to. And then I swear, I don't know, it was just like a higher power moment or my subconscious guiding me in a different direction but like my brain just went offline for my feet and I found myself just like marching back towards 
pretty eyes ugly shoes. <laughs> and he's really confused because he's like, who walks the opposite direction out of the airport tunnel? Like nobody does that unless it's an emergency. So I stop in front of him and I'm like, hey, can I ask you a really aggressive question? And he's like, sure. And I'm like, there's this guy that I'm trying to avoid. It's a little bit of a stalker situation. Can you sit next to me? So he's nowhere near me or just so I feel more protected. I don't exactly remember how I phrased it. And then he like kind of giggles and he's like, yeah, sure. What's your name? We exchange names. Hi, I'm Nazi. Hi, I'm Jonathan. He's like, oh, what were you doing in Grand Rapids? Because he had seen me at the gate. And I was like, oh, I was at a wedding in Frankfurt. What were you doing in Grand Rapids? And he was just like, huh. I was also at a wedding in Frankfurt. No. And then I was like, what? Yeah, my friend Sarah and Andrew were getting married. And then his face just goes like blank and he's so confused. (gasps) And he looks like he's getting punked. And he's like, my friend Sarah and Andrew got married in Frankfurt this weekend. Wow. Oh my Lord. We're both at really small weddings. Like don't remember seeing each other. We quickly find out they were just different weddings in the same small town in Michigan on the same same weekend. With the same name. No. What? Oh, wow. No. That's a big glitch. Sim. That's a very big glitch. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. We got to report this to the systems errors yeah. people. Yeah. You know what it is? Nazi, it's lazy. Yeah. Well, he's busy. Yeah, I guess. Well, I have to thank him because I did leave me to the person I'm still with. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now you guys have a mystery in your laps. You're like, wait, we were at the same wedding, but we didn't see each other and it was small. How is this possible? I mean, it must take you a long time to realize it's two different people with the exact same name. It didn't take that long. It took a few minutes. <laughs> okay, all right, well. But then it got even weirder because we were both from New York, but like not only were we both from New York, we lived in the same neighborhood. We went to the same gym. His apartment was a few blocks from my office. So like there's so many other ways we could have ran into each other other than an airport in Grand Rapids. So we exchange information. I find out that his friend lives on my block. So I decide to share an Uber with them. So then we get out and we are waiting for his friends to come out of the plane and then they deplane and then they see us and they're so confused. They're like, I don't understand. Our buddy is now standing with his airport crush. How did this happen? <laughs> He's now dating this woman. <laughs> so it started like that and we slowly started dating and sparks were flying and... We've been together ever since. That was six and a half years ago. And he's amazing. We've been through so much together. I got sober while I was with him and our relationship only continued to flourish. How long ago was that? I got sober in 2019 of July. So it's been like four and a half years. Oh, wow. You, okay. So within your first year of sobriety, you were doing COVID and quarantine. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah. That's hard. That's a tricky. It was really hard. Well, congrats. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. And I wanted to thank you guys so much. I know a lot of people have like a really deep connection to this podcast and I obviously do for that reason. And also in support. I discovered a lot about my mental health that I didn't know before. Like I have pretty prominent obsessive compulsive disorder, which I didn't realize. And your podcast is the thing that I listen to when I'm having an episode and I need to feel like grounded in reality again. I just hear your voices and hear you guys talk to whatever expert that you're talking to and immediately feel like, okay, I know where my place is in this world. I don't need to get lost in my own mind. Oh my God. It's so flattering. It's crazy. I'm so happy for you. What shoes is he wearing now? Oh yeah. Because obviously they'll be super cool in three years and maybe I can be ahead. (laughs) 
right now he's wearing high top bluish gray vans. That sounds cute. Okay. Yeah, they're cute. I'm not very far off from that. I, I have now been really gone back to my leather converse. Okay. Right? With yeah. my Beckham style. So that's the similar silhouette. I mean, I'm in my workout shoes oh. right now. Don't judge me now. <laughs> Please don't judge me. He was probably in his workout shoes too that day. At the airport. Mm -hmm. But in jeans. <laughs> he forgot. Or maybe, you know, often this happens where you have to wear the wrong shoe on the plane because it's the bulkiest shoe. Oh, right. It won't fit in your bag. Yep. That's true. I've done that. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Maybe that's what it was. That's Tiny silhouette, like a slip-on <laughs> that went into the bag. That's right. Yeah. That would have been cuter with the jeans, but he had to make a sacrifice. I like this meet cute. I was against it, but now I really like oh, it. Oh, you were against it because you wanted to be the stalker, right? No, no, no. Just remember the heading itself, meet cute. I, I was apprehensive yeah, about it. And now against... I'm admitting that I really like it. Okay, great. Well, it's super nice meeting you, and I'm really delighted to hear the story. And I'm so, so happy for you. Yeah, that congratulations. You found sobriety. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Well, great meeting you, and congrats to that dog with that incredible environment. Henry. Henry, good job. <laughs> He's an arm cherry, too. <laughs> <laughs> then he deserves all of those stuffies. He does, he does. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Bye. Take care. Maybe I'll have a meet cute during this. Oh, my God. Here comes Kate. That's okay, how you you know right away. It's Kate. K a y t e. Or Katie. Could be Katie. Kate. K t. I'm just gonna put a little spin on things. We prize individuality in this country. Hi. Is it Kate? I introduced myself Katie, but a lot of people call me Kate, and I'm totally fine with that no, too. No, I want to call Katie. you Katie. But okay. never seen it spelled this way. Such an exciting spelling. Yeah, thank you. My dad made it up. He did. Dads like to do this kind of shit, right? <laughs> they do, yeah. <laughs> where are you at? Are you in a pink tent? I am in my daughter's pink tent. Oh, yeah. fun. And where are you at in the country? I am in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. Wow. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? No, I don't mind you asking. I'm 31. Were you afraid she was a minor? You look so young. Oh, I do? Yes, <laughs> Oh, to have a daughter with a tent? Exactly. That yes. was trying to piece together. I was like, how? Because you look 18. She's only three. Still. Yeah. Still. But if you were 18, that would mean you Thought had you her at 18, 15, which, which is would be great. an early start. You could <laughs> likely have great-grandchildren by 50. If, wow. On yeah. that trajectory. Yeah. Okay. You have a meet-cute story, and we're dying to hear it. Okay. Great. So, Monica, we're relatively similar in age, so I hope you know of this game or maybe even played it, and then I'll be a little bit less embarrassed. Okay. Do you guys remember, or have you ever heard of, the penis game? I remember the penis game. In the early, like, 2000s, 2010s, when you would just, like, yell. Oh, yes. Penis. Yep. At, like, increasing volumes yep. in a public space to oh. see who would respond. I'm so sad I never was somewhere when someone was playing it. This was a common I game. I would love this. It also happened in school. Yes. Yes, definitely. Which is where mine takes place. Oh. So, <laughs> I was in college up in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, and my girlfriends and I thought on a Saturday night that it would be hilarious to play this game out of one of their apartment windows, and <laughs> we would just take turns yelling penis, going up to the window yelling it. And <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, most people were walking by just like ignoring us or being like, ha ha, you know, because we're very immature. Or getting aroused. Aren't the boys getting aroused? <laughs> I don't think so. No? It's not sexy so For much. For me, as if I'm walking, um, walking down the street... <laughs> God, that organic chemistry Zam's coming up. I don't want to penis. And I look over and That's there's a hot. cute girl going, 
penis. I'm like, oh my God, does she want some penis? <laughs> Fuck that organic chemistry test. Okay. 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 I can see so, how it would be sexy. That's just one scenario that could have played out. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, you're not too far oh, off. No. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'll cut oh, all no. of that. Okay. <laughs> so it was my turn and I walk over the window. And mind you, we're like two or three stories up. You can just see kind of shadows walking by, but mm -mm. all of a sudden I just see this big group of what looked like a bunch of college bros walking by. <laughs> and I just yell penis at the top of my lungs. Penis! <laughs> and without skipping a beat, one of them stops in his tracks looks up at me and goes, vagina, what's up? <laughs> and so then I just start laughing. I was like totally caught off guard that someone actually thought it was funny. He's then yelling up to us like, come to this campus bar. I was 19 at the time, didn't have a fake ID. Oh. I know, I'm just like giggling to myself. Yeah, I like this girl. She's yelling penis out the window and she doesn't have a, a I know, it's really She's probably, cute. you're drinking a little bit? You're having a little beer? Probably no, if I'm being- Stop oh. filling in the gas. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> Color commentary. I was definitely what you would consider a good girl. So my girlfriend then starts shouting my phone number out to Oh, him. okay. She's going to wingman you. Yeah. I get a couple of text messages that night and they're like, we're at this bar. Come out. And I didn't want to be like, I'm not 21. So I'm just playing it off like, yeah, maybe another time, yeah. you know? <laughs> so then I save the number and my phone is vagina mm -hmm. and then <laughs> kind of forgot about it. You know, we just moved on with our lives. Months go by. And I get a text message from Vagina. And it was like, hey, we're going to these bars tonight. Come out. I was still <laughs> not 21, not in presence of a fake ID. We didn't obviously meet up. But then I just was like, OK, well, like, we can just text. Now, really quick, were you afraid to say, yeah. I can't go to the bar. I'm 19. Were you trying to keep your age Under a secret? Wraps, or you felt it was embarrassing? I was just kind of a little embarrassed. Like yeah. most people, I feel like, had a fake ID. They had their shit together for college. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so I just thought, well, if I tell them this, then what if they think I'm lame? But then as we started texting, then I told him, stop asking me to go to the bars. I can't go to the bars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A few days go by and we were kind of texting on and off. And he was super nice. And so I was like, huh, I wonder. Then I'm talking to my girlfriend, Emily. I'm like, I really don't know much about him. All I know is his name is Tom and he's studying biology. I don't know if I'm comfortable meeting up with him because I don't know him or anything about him other than that, really. And her coworker and friend who was sitting right next to her, Tim, goes, wait, his name's Tom and he's studying biology. Can I see his number? So I hand him my phone and he goes, Katie, this is my really good friend and roommate next year. He's a good guy. You can go out with him. Whoa. Oh, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, that makes me feel more comfortable. Then we set up a date and we've been together ever since. Oh. And you have a little three-year-old baby together? Yeah. So we've been together for 11 years, wow. married for six. Oh my gosh. Was Tom your first boyfriend? Uh, kind of. Like serious. The only one I count, really. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, this is terribly sweet. It started so dirty, but it ended up being so sweet. Very sweet. Yeah, you guys were screaming genitalia at each other, and then it turned out to be so, gee. We're both pretty conservative, so it's pretty startling, I think, for some people to hear that came out of both of us. Yeah. yeah. Did he have a fake idea, or was he two years older than you? He was two years older. Oh, okay. Or is two years older. Yeah, stud. Wow. You just start by showing shouting out. It's what we call putting yourself out there. 
Yeah. You just put yourself out wow. there. Wow. Yeah. So, Monica, if these last few dates haven't worked out, just another suggestion. Open your window. Yeah. Get, invite <laughs> Callie over so she can scream your phone number. Yeah, I need some yes. wing people. <laughs> Katie, that's, that's so a very sweet. sweet story. I'm very happy Thank you guys you. have this little this baby. This is lovely. These are the stories that make you feel encouraged. They're about antidotes the world. to couples therapy. And antidotes to piercing and tattoos. Yes, that's true. This Which is cleansing. Need. And we do have another baby on the way, too. Oh, oh my gosh. Congratulations. Thank you. Is it okay if I give one quick shout out to my girlfriend, Tara? Yes, please. We've both been listening since day one and text very regularly about episodes. So just wanted to tell her I love her. And it's so fun to listen with her. And she also went to school with us too. She saw the evolution of Tom. That's right. <laughs> That's so fun. Well, shout out to her. And can I just say one more thing? Monica, when you were talking recently about your grandpa on Synced, so my grandfather had Alzheimer's. He was diagnosed at 64. And so he lived, unfortunately, for a very long time with it. And it's so hard. And then, so I just wanted to say I'm feeling for you and, and I know how difficult it is. And one thing that came to mind when you were talking about how hard it is for you to like spend time with him and see him when he doesn't remember you. I totally relate. It's very challenging. My grandma, who cared for my grandpa for as long as she possibly could, and then it wasn't safe anymore and he had to move into a community, but she would still visit him every day. And people would say to her all the time, why do you go see him? He doesn't remember you. And she said the most simple response, and I just loved it and it stuck with me forever, is she would say, well, he doesn't remember me, but I still remember him. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> yeah, that's a really special thing to remember. Katie Tom is so the- lucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's actually a fake name because okay. we're so conservative. We didn't even want people to know our penis story. <laughs> oh my That's God, you fine. guys are so That's fine. Tom, sweet. a.k.a. fucking whatever. Vagina. Tom, you're going to Vagina is so lucky. Tom. Yeah, yeah lovely. You. Thank you for that. That was really sweet and needed. You're welcome. Thinking of you guys. Well, thank you so much for all you do. The show has got me through a lot of tough times. I'm a stay-at-home mom now, which wasn't planned, but just life happened during COVID and I get kind of bored. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are going to keep you busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. We, just, we just keep turning up the heat. Yeah. <laughs> well, Katie, it's so nice yes. to meet you. Thanks for telling us that lovely story. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Now you never wave and I always wave. It's really crazy. I almost said I love you. You know when you say, Yeah, I, love you. I almost said it too. Yeah. She was so sweet. I know. So many people are in relationships. Yeah. It's pretty it's, common. About <laughs> half the people it's probably. It's really interesting to think about that. Is it? It's nice. People find their people. It's yeah. lovely. Yeah, they team up. People team people up. People team up. Cool. It's crazy. <laughs> That's like minimally what we can do. We're supposed to be with 30 people that we trust. I This am. extended family. But I mean, I just mean like normally you would live with multiple mm-hmm. generations of your family. Yeah. I was thinking, were we just talking about that? Oh, yeah, we were. We were talking about you yesterday in the fact check. The Padmans. Your fear of them. The chocolate dying. chip. How tiny your trusted group yeah. was. Let's talk to Philip. chocolate chip. Penis. That was a fun game. We are supported by Walmart Plus. Walmart Plus is the membership that helps you save on things you expect, plus things you don't 
like free delivery from your store with no markups. So you can enjoy some guilt-free couch time or enjoy an extra hour in bed. Or how about this? Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice. Or, hey, how about a Paramount Plus subscription included so you can take that movie night up a notch? With Walmart Plus, you save on all this plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus Essential Plan Only. Separate registration required. $35 order minimum. See walmart.com slash plus for details. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. We are supported by Canva. Good presentations take time. Or they used to, because now you have Canva to help you make amazing slides fast. I'm talking like seconds, thanks to the power of AI in Canva presentations. All you have to do is start with a prompt like a sales presentation for a tech company. Then sit back and let Canva work its magic. It's incredible what AI is doing. I'm seeing all kinds of image generated. I follow I these architectural websites that it's all AI generated. It's just mind blowing what it comes up with. You just tell it what you want and it'll do it. Boom. It's a time saver and it's easy for any department to use. And it's great for companies of any size. Even Fortune 500 companies rely on Canva. Finish your work faster and generate slides in seconds with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Oh, Philip's being assisted. <laughs> <laughs> That's my assistant. She doubles as my daughter. <laughs> I can't wait till mine's old enough to be my assistant. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And then when they're old enough, they definitely make sure you're politically correct. I have to say, I really appreciate it. How else would you learn? I encourage them to get me hip. Right, I love that. right. Are you a musician, Philip? Yes. I'm a composer. Wow. Oh. I'm Emmy nominated, but as my son likes to say, I'm an Emmy loser. Oh, that's nice of him. <laughs> yeah, that's another service they can provide. Congratulations, Emmy nominated. Yes. Thanks, that's nice of you. You both look beautiful. Right back at you, you're yes. very handsome. Okay, okay, you have a meet cute story. I do. So as you've noticed, I'm a composer and I went to Berklee College of Music in Boston. Everybody gets that mixed up. Oh. Yeah, explain that. Why did they name it Berkeley? The guy's name was Lee Burke. So it's yeah. spelled B-E-R-K-L-E-E. -E. Okay, so basically it's the person's name, but as if they were on a roll call. Kind of. It actually causes more confusion than <laughs> anything else because everybody thinks it's Berkeley, Northern California. Right. By the way, if you're going to get confused for a school, not a bad one. No. Like if you went to Stanford Vocational School for Diesel Mechanics. If it does me any good, I just let them think think it's Northern California. <laughs> so I went there for four years, got a degree in music composition. What year was this? Let's just say it was a while ago. I never thought this was kind of an ageist business, but- You're feeling that. A little bit, it can be, because I also produce singer-songwriters, and until they hear that I can lay down a groove, they look at me with suspicion, like, how hip can this guy be? I understand. It's a heat-seeking business we're all in. Yeah, that's a we good We all want it. the next hottest best thing exactly so i went there and then stayed another three years just touring in bands saving money i'm from ohio so i leave boston i saw a car in a cornfield in ohio you know that's how they sell cars <laughs> in the midwest oh yeah I've bought several from Fields. It was a Mustang hatchback, 1974. Oh, wow. 
$500. Beautiful. I just put everything in that, moved to LA. Fortunately, the neighbor next to me where we shared a wall, which that'll be another episode, we can share some of those stories. <laughs> but she worked for a music publishing company. The way music publishing companies work is they'll have staff writers that write songs and they'll pitch those songs to recording artists that are selling millions of records. And then they'll make money. They own half of the then recording. You got it. I got this gig. My neighbor found out I could listen to music and write it out. I could transcribe it. So remember cassette tapes? Yeah. She would bring these cassette tapes home. I would transcribe a song, stay up all night, handed the music in for her to take to work in the morning. And they liked the quick turnaround. And so I paid my rent for years that way. Nice. Oh, that's a neat side hustle. It was great. So when you're transcribing something, you're kind of weeding it back and forth wait, is that a B flat? No, that's a B natural. So by the time you've transcribed something, you're so inside of it, you almost feel like you've written it. Of mm. course, yeah, that makes sense. I would listen to these singers writing the melody down, and there was one singer in particular that was just like, wow. It was MCA Publishing. They had several studio singers, but every time this singer would sing something, I would kind of forget that I have to transcribe this and just start listening to it. And then I say, wow, it's three in the morning, man. I have to get this done. You are mesmerized by this singer. Completely mesmerized. I started feeling like she was singing to me. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. And have you created a mental picture of what she looks like at this point? Yeah, this okay. is before <laughs> Facebook or social media, anything like that. Now here's the part I guess I'm not that proud of, but you're both so open. Yeah, you can say anything. I know, <laughs> I feel safe. Good. I was living with, a different woman, yes, sure, yes, sure, 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 yes, sure, sure, sure. This happens. Love isn't always tidy. No, yeah, that's right. Ra rarely tidy. That's no. right. It doesn't work out that it's way. It's a messy business. And by the way, we're still friends. Okay, yeah. I'll just use everybody's name. So I would say to Mary, God, I love this singer. Yes. And she would say, yes, me too. Oh, wow, okay, okay yeah. That went on for quite a while, like over a year. Wow. wow. But it started becoming like, it didn't matter to me if she had an in the center of her forehead. I'm not kidding. Yes. I didn't care. Yes. It was just like, I want to have little baby cyclops. <laughs> yes, sure, sure. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I love her. And Mary would say, yes, me too. But in my mind, I'm thinking, I think it's starting to take on a little different meaning. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like I the movie it. Her. Oh, yeah. Where he's falling in love with the AI voice. Yeah. That's a good point. And yeah. he's falling deeply yeah. in love. My daughter told me not to use the word stalker, but I was like. <laughs> well, let's back up. Again, you're not going to give the year of your graduation, but you bought a 74 Mustang. You're using tapes. We know the era. And look, I'm not that far off of that. And things were fucking different because you couldn't reach out to somebody with a text. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, get their yeah, number yeah. and send them a flirty text. You had to arrive somewhere and take your shot. Or DM, none of that. None exactly. of that. You had to show up in person. Like it's inherently was stalkery right. because you had to show up uninvited to make the introduction. There was no soft way to do it. Correct. And my neighbor, Debbie, she kind of knew because I was constantly asking questions about this singer whose name <laughs> is Karen Blake and tell me about her. <laughs> Debbie kind of knew like, okay, I could feel you've got a little crush happening here. And so I knew that Debbie was inviting Karen over one Saturday. Oh boy. So I just kind of left my door open. <laughs> 
to my apartment. Debbie has her door open and I hear these footsteps coming up the stairs. And so I could hear Debbie greeting Karen. So what I did was I took the last thing I had transcribed of Karen's and I put it on my stereo and like cranked it to 11. Okay, (laughs) And just blasted it (laughs) for like 10 full seconds. And turned it off, and I could kind of hear them laughing. So I went over there, and she was and still is incredibly beautiful. Exceeded your mental picture you had created? Beyond. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, he had a cyclops. Well, that's true. (laughs) The expectations were low. Totally hot. I just thought, I just had to be myself, and now I have to kind of tell it slightly from my wife's perspective. And she said... From Karen's perspective. Yeah. And she said it was love at first sight. Oh, wow. Had she been briefed on you at all? I think she knew that this guy had a little crush on her. Yeah, okay. But guess what? She had a boyfriend too. Oh, this is so often how it is. is She said it was love at first sight for her. For me, it was, I don't know what you'd call it, love at first listen. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Then MCA, they hired me to kind of produce some showcases and produce some things for her. And, you know, a lot of time together. Yes. You can figure out how old I am because we've been married 40 years. Wow. We have... Two great adult kids. They inherited their mom's singing ability. Oh, that's the hope over here as well. My son is such a prolific songwriter. It's like, you motherfucker. (laughs) You know, I had to work so hard. He just has it so quickly. We do have fun when we make music together. And we do this little thing where we all jam in our cozy little kitchen and we'll just put up an iPhone. We post them. And I know it's not that big of a deal nowadays, but one of them got 1.5 million views. That's That's enormous. For civilians? Yeah. Yeah, for a civilian, right. (laughs) Exactly. I so feel like I married up. And I'm really lucky. I can feel it, Philip. Yeah, that's really lovely. I can feel your love too, Dax, for your wife. Yeah. And it's very similar. Like, we're so lucky, man. Well, when you admire someone, it's really helpful. I swear, and she does sing for me a lot. Do you cry? I cry. Well, I get misty-eyed yeah, sometimes. Same. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I can't believe I get to go to bed with you tonight. (laughs) How lucky am I, man? I think everyone won. The kids won. Karen won. Philip won. Yeah, and by the way, our two other significant others, they're completely happy in their lives. I wish they would have got together and then they're our next call. Like Shania Twain. She got together with the husband of the woman her husband cheated with. Right. Very interesting. Swapped. That's... Yeah. Very civil. <laughs> it is. It's clean. Let's just do see do and keep it moving. <laughs> well, Philip, this it's really great. nice meeting you. That's such a oh, sweet story. Lovely. You guys are beautiful, and your stock value in our house is really high. <laughs> oh, this is good. Your house seems like a really good safe port in a storm. I agree. Yeah, it's safe here. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it. Oh, here comes oh, your. There she is. Oh, the oh, woman of the hour. Wow. Hi. Oh my God, your daughter is technologically advanced because she's got two two sets of headphones working off of this. I'm not a complete idiot. I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Really, get in here. Emmett, come around. Oh Oh my gosh, we're going to get Emmett too. What a beautiful family. Oh my God, look look how handsome your son is. Look at these gorgeous children. We thought it might be a meet cute. 
Monica, let's snatch up this young yeah, lad right here. He's talented. I know, I know it. <laughs> He's available. Oh my God, How she'll send over a demo. Monica, are you a vocalist too? No, God, no. no but she is a good singer. She just doesn't do it. Like he's out. This is good. Oh, he's I aloof. like. I like. Yeah, I aloof. like when they leave. It yeah. makes me want more. <laughs> Sorry, they left. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He left because so he didn't know we were talking about you dating him. He didn't have headphones How on. How old is he? He's 24. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's a little bit rough. That's a pretty me. big age. Yeah. Uh, Somebody uh, will be very Yeah, someone's going to be lucky as hell. Yeah. But it won't be this old, Gail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's 6'7". Oh! He's gorgeous. Oh, oh this is painful. This Look, is you hurts. can have a fling, a Christmas fling. No, he doesn't deserve that. Oh, old, he does. This old lady. He likes flings. No, no. Oh, he's open to it. All right. <laughs> Get back here. <laughs> Get he's back such a dad. If I had a son, I'd be like, no, he's down. Wow, for you're this. so handsome. Yeah. Oh my God. Six, seven. God. Mom, give him the headphones for one second so he knows what we're saying. Oh man, I feel six seven. Six seven. Oh my six, god, and you sing with the voice yeah, of sing gold. For I oh. pretend to. No, no. Yeah. I would love to share something with you. It's really and that's the thing. He's just sitting on a mountain of stuff. He's kind of figuring out what he wants to do and he's not releasing. If it. I were him, I would look in a fucking mirror for the oh rest god. of my he's life. Look at humble too. <laughs> I know, but I would my just stare god. at myself in the mirror if I look like this wow. guy. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Great hair, too. What do you Great think, hair. Monica? Come on. Let's go for an evening Maybe there's out. a number exchange. <laughs> yes. Let's go Meet out on the town. number two. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll email everyone. Yeah. This has been so fun, you guys. This is so fun. Really, really great sharing with you guys. Yes, right back at you. Great meeting everybody. Bye. All right, take care. Bye. Oh, my God, he's gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's crazy. He's six seven. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, your pants explode. <laughs> yeah, they're unbuttoned. 24. Wow, that's okay for a, just a nice fun 24 weekend. 24 is really a lot younger than me. Oh, it's fine. At 6'7", that's like 30. Oh, is that's that how it true. works? Yeah, 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 you do yeah. add two years for oh, every inch shit. over 6'4". Mm -hmm. Wow. From a lot of that, if we hadn't seen the daughter, I would have bet money that he was Billie Eilish's dad. That would have made sense. Because Phineas and Billy. Yes. I was like, I think this is where this is going. Oh, my God. That would have been wild if they walked They live out. here. They, they live in, in LA. They live in our house. They live right, in their we're house. so far behind. Oh, Let's get Caroline okay. on the phone. We had to work on my meet cue. Man, that was... Six, seven. I'm intimidated. Hello. Hello. Hi. Is this Caroline? This is Caroline. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Just waiting in nervous anticipation. I'm sorry. We just had a meet cute that turned into a meet cute for Monica. Double meet cute. I mean, that's the dream. Fingers crossed. We're just talking about the ethical age gap, but I'm supportive. Yeah. The boy we just met was 24, but he was 6'7". Big boy. <laughs> daddy long legs. <laughs> so daddy long legs. And he's very hot and a musician. Yeah. So we and think that sweet. might get him to like 32. Green light, green light, green light. That's all I'm hearing. Mm. Okay. Okay, so Caroline, you have a meet cute story. What state did it take place in? I like to know regionally what's happening. Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, great. Love North Carolina. One of my favorite places. So this was in 2013 in January. 
I was working at a TV station there. I'm a local news reporter. And Ice Storm had rolled in. I was doing live shots all night about conditions, things that were happening, monitoring everything. In the field or in the studio? In the field. I'm the one who's like... Standing next to the road of slush and a semi goes by and you almost get killed. Yes. <laughs> foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> You're jumping ahead here. <laughs> so it's towards the end of my shift. I worked in the evening till like 10 or 11. And a lot of people may not realize even if you're on air, a lot of times you do shooting and editing as well. So you're kind of doing the camera work oftentimes, especially in smaller markets. They were like, okay, we have reports of down power lines at this intersection. Can you go check it out? Get some video, bring that back to us. So I'm like, sure, no problem. Head out there. Really quick, Caroline, part of this seems really, really fun, like almost like you're a police officer. Like, we got a report of this. Go find yes. it and sniff around. Doesn't that sound a little fun, Monica? You're getting like real-time challenges. Yeah. I think I would like this. Journalists are the one heading towards the disaster when everyone's heading away. So I think there's something in us that compels us to do that. So I pulled up. Of course, the intersection was dark. I kind of pulled up in a driveway. I'm a little bit farther back. I start shooting video. It's pretty deserted out. It's still raining. It's freezing. And two cars end up careening through the intersection, not stopping. They hit each other. Whoa. And that sends one into me at 35, <gasps> 40 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So I went flying about 40 feet. Oh. You got hit by the car in your body. Yes. Oh my, oh God. my God. Oh, wow, we're about to lose the computer power-wise. You wanna run? Yeah. Sorry, we got the low battery signal. I thought you meant mine, and I was like, I double-checked everything. You <laughs> are someone who, I can see already, you triple-checked everything. Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Libra. <gasps> okay. Oh, congratulations. I don't really know what that says I about I don't either, but congrats. Either. I'm gonna look uh, up. Is that a cat? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's scales. Oh, okay. uh, you do feel very balanced. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> okay, so okay. you get plowed into by a car going 35. Oh. Holy fuck. Yes. So luckily, a good Samaritan witnessed this whole thing. She came and found me, got me to the hospital. So essentially, I had broken my pelvis in two places, <gasps> my lower back. Oh, fuck. My left arm was broken in multiple places, oh, dislocated. And I cracked my skull in three <gasps> places. <gasps> traumatic brain injury, which oh my was the biggest concern. Yes. yes. My parents in Texas got the call from the neurosurgeon, like, you need to get here immediately. We don't know if she's going to make it through the night. Whoa. Oh, my. Your brain had swelled up. Exactly. Were you experiencing amnesia? Were you on a loop? I don't really remember much of that first night at all, or really, honestly, the first kind of weeks in the hospital is kind of a blur. I remember right after I got hit, lying on the ground, and feeling the rain pelting my face and knowing I couldn't do anything to shield myself yeah. and thinking, okay, something's wrong. Yeah. But I don't really remember much after that. But for whatever reason, the swelling on my brain went down. I survived and the nurses in the ICU called me the miracle on the floor. They said they'd never seen someone get hit that hard and survive. Wow. So it was a long recovery. I was in the hospital for a bit, surgeries, and then transferred to a full-time rehab facility for about six weeks or so. And then when I got out and I was discharged, I was still in a wheelchair for a month or so after oh. that doing physical therapy. Of all these injuries, which one would you say was the worst? The pelvis? Well, the brain injury in the beginning yeah. was definitely yeah, the yeah. worst. Sensitive to light, couldn't even open my eyes. Just like the sheer pain is just hard to even describe. And then after that, the toughest recovery, honestly, was the shoulder because I ended up having big plate, lots of screws. 
you know, needless to say, through this whole process, I had to have help to go to the bathroom, to take a shower. I was 24, didn't have any independence during that time. Same age as my suitor. (laughs) So he's probably very mature. I think I handled it okay. Okay, you're right, yeah. (laughs) So when I finally was walking again, got out of the wheelchair, what does a 24-year-old want to do? I want to go out. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't that dumb. I knew I was still in a delicate condition. But you had gotten cabin fever from the injuries. Yes. It's like, you need to get out. Yes. So this was my first night out. My friends took me to a bar. I still have like a really big arm sling from the surgery. Hot. But that's kind of the only visible sign of <laughs> mm-hmm. anything that had happened. So we're having a fun night. It's kind of a dive bar. There's like a short hallway and there's the men's and women's restrooms next to each other. So when you're kind of lined up, you're all waiting in line together. So this guy across from me in line, of course, is like looking at my sling. He's like, okay, what happened to you? And I kind of just start telling the story and we're like inching forward right before I get in the door. He like stops me. He's like, wait, I got to ask you something. I'm like, okay, what's up? Are you right-handed or left-handed? And I was like, (laughs) oh, I'm right-handed. Why? He's like, oh, good. I just wanted to make sure you could wipe your own ass. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) I kind of laughed, but I was taken aback. And I was like, dude. I got it. It's aiming for the fences. It's going right at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I can handle my own business. Thanks for checking. (laughs) And honestly, didn't think that much of it. But my friend in the bathroom had heard the whole thing. (laughs) And when she came out, she was like, who was this guy? I got to meet him. I can't believe he said that. (laughs) So we chatted. He got my number. A couple days later, took me out to dinner and fell in love pretty quickly after that. 2017, we got married. And at our wedding, instead of throwing out a bouquet, I had saved that sling because I just had a hunch about that night. I threw that out. I figured it was much more practical for my single friends, but also (laughs) kind of a way to acknowledge to our friends and family who had helped me through that process. You'll never actually need a garter, but you could need a sling. That's right. Right? It actually could be a a practical. Yes, it's useful. And as I told people, and my now husband didn't like this part of the story, but I was like, I've never been hit on more in my life than when I was wearing this sling because uh, it's like such an easy in. Uh, it's like that approachable. Wow. It's you just know, an question. icebreaker. Yes. That's what dogs do and kids do. They just give you some. It's all about putting yourself out there. Yeah. This is the it's theme like of today. It's like you wear like cool boots. Like you wear you sling. You invite some conversation. You, yeah. Yeah. So you guys have been together for nine or 10 years now? Yeah, it was 10 years that we had met each other this year, and we have three little kiddos. Oh, my gosh. And are you still doing reporting? I am. Oh, wonderful. So if we were in Charlotte and we turned on the local news, would we see you? No, I'm actually in Dallas now. Okay, and if I turned on the TV there, I would see you. (laughs) You would, Do you ever run into Gordon Keith? I do not. Oh, I feel like you guys should. You're in the same business. Maybe that'll be your next meet cute. Well, <laughs> not it doesn't no. have meet friend. cutes. Yeah, they don't have to end in marriage, marriage. and children. Yeah, <laughs> can end in friendship with Caroline in a baby carriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, never would have anticipated that pickup line would work, or that the worst thing that had happened to me in some weird roundabout way led to the best. Yeah, because it's you were probably very career-driven. If you're out on the side of a fucking snowy road with your own camera gear, you're on it, right? And you might not have slowed down long enough. That's true. To even be open to this. No, and we don't run in the same circles. So, I mean, who knows if that night with the sling, the bar, there's a million ways it could have gone. Oh, Oh, man, I I love love it. it. Caroline, that was very sweet and wonderful. 
I mean, it starts with a big tragedy, of yeah, course, but, but talk about making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> I know. I was like, they're going to think I'm going to meet like some doctor or nurse. That is what like, I it thought. It takes a turn. It wow. takes a turn. <laughs> Firefighter carrying yep. her off from yep. the side of the road. Love it. Oh, that was Thanks wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Of course, Monica, I have to tell you, go dogs. My husband is from where you're from and he's yes. the biggest Georgia fan. Are they undefeated still? Yeah. Yes. They, they are. are. That's why our third child is my favorite because since the day she was born and she's almost two, they have not lost a single <gasps> game. Oh, yes. Wow. She's a good she's, okay. yeah, yeah, for lots yeah, of reasons, yeah, but all the mainly reasons. football. <laughs> <laughs> the most important. <laughs> you know. Well, wonderful meeting you, Caroline. Thanks for telling us that story. It's so nice to meet you guys. I listen to you all the time. It's so awesome to chat with you. Thank you. Right back at Thanks. you. Have a great day. Y'all too. Oh, that was sweet. That was mm. sweet. Good idea. We'll love to do that again. Yeah, that's life affirming. It is. Love you. Love you. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're going to ask some random questions, and with the help of our cherries, we'll get some suggestions. <laughs> On the fly, rhyme dish. On the fly, rhyme dish. Enjoy. <laughs> 